The Old Testament reading this morning is from the book of Isaiah, chapter 63, verses 7 through 9. I will recount the gracious deeds of the Lord, the praiseworthy acts of the Lord, because of all that the Lord has done for us, and the great favor to the house of Israel, that he has shown them according to his mercy, according to the abundance of his steadfast love. For he said, Surely these are my people, children who will not deal falsely. And he became their savior in all their distress. It was no messenger or angel, but his presence that saved them. In his love and in his pity, he redeemed them. He lifted them up and carried them all the days of old. The word of the Lord. The Gospel reading this morning is from the book of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 13 through 23. Now after they had left, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and remain there until I tell you. For Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother by night and went to Egypt and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet, Out of Egypt I have called my son. When Herod saw that he had been tricked by the wise man, he was infuriated and he sent and killed all the children in and around Bethlehem who were two years old or under, according to the time that he had learned from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what had been spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Ramah wailing and loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children. She refused to be consoled because they are no more. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. For those who are seeking the child's life are dead. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in place of his father, Herod. He was afraid to go there. And after being warned in a dream, he went away to the district of Galilee. There he made his home in a town called Nazareth, so that what, so that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He will, he will be called a Nazarene. The word of the Lord. Please pray with me. God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be holy and acceptable in your sight. O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, here we are, the dedicated, the ones who came the Sunday after Christmas. (laughs) So, uh... Whenever I was talking to Matt about preaching today, I always jokingly call the Sunday after Christmas services the low attendance Sunday. Because, you know, let's face it, there's a lot going on over the holidays. 
He calls it bowling ball Sunday. I don't know if you've heard that one before, but he's like, usually on the Sunday after Christmas, there's so few people, you can roll a bowling ball through the sanctuary and not hit anybody. Um, But yeah, this is, you guys are committed, right? You guys are the committed ones who've come this morning to be in worship. And I admire that. I'm that same person. I'm that, that same Christian person. Uh, and I love it. And I wonder, um, so I wonder how the services were here on Christmas. Uh, did, was it a packed house? Yeah. And can I imagine? In my mind, I wasn't here. I was in Fort Worth. My family and I went to uh, a big ch- church service in downtown Fort Worth. And the service, well, they actually had seven services on Christmas Eve. <laughs> And they had everything you can imagine. They had the children's service where the children all came up and sang. They had the the midnight service for the, you know, crazy people that can make it up that late. Uh, and everything in between. Candlelight, everything. And, of course, you had to get there super early, right? So you get a parking space and find your spot. And I'm sure you guys as well probably had to add chairs in the back maybe. Rearrange things a little bit. But I understood there was at least two services and caroling. And why is that? It's because everybody wants to come to church on Christmas. Even people who who aren't even hardly Christian at all, they see Christmas as the time you got to be in church. We talk about those people as the uh, CMEs, right? Christmas, Mother's Day, Easter. Those are the three, <laughs> the three times they are going to make it to church. Because those are special and important. Amen? Well, today I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about about being Christmas uh, people all year round. And we say that kind of casually, I think, or Easter people. We say that sometimes too. We're an Easter people, a Christmas people. Um, so in my mind, I was thinking this past week, wouldn't it be great if... The number of people that were here on Christmas Eve were here every Sunday. Wouldn't that be awesome? Amen. If we had that same excitement every Sunday, Sunday after Sunday. And I thought to myself, how can we, how can we instill that in people? How can we be those people to help others catch on to that concept? How can we show folks that Christianity is not just Easter, Christmas, and Mother's Day, but that it's a whole year long thing. It's not just that one moment on the calendar, December 24th and 5th, um, but it's every day of the calendar. And I thought about how perhaps we could be the sort of people who inspire others by singing praise, singing praise. It's all the holidays and everything in between, right? And the thing that's cool about our faith, you know, I think a lot about this. It's it's a commitment, more than a commitment, right? It's not just a commitment. We actually use the word covenant, a covenant relationship. There are so few covenants in this world, but there are between uh, a husband and wife. That's a beautiful covenant relationship. And that's the sort of relationship, a committed relationship that God wants with us. And I think about it like this. Our covenant is to each other. Because what are we? Body of Christ. We're brothers and sisters. That that takes it to a new level. We're not just like folks who pass um, in Mendoza's on the, the milk aisle. 
you know? We are brothers and sisters who are there for each other. And our commitment is not just a covenant relationship with each other, but a covenant relationship up and down too between us and God. So it's this way, and it's this way. Kind of looks like a cross, huh? Covenant relationship, a commitment that's not just, oh, happy anniversary or happy birthday, honey. It's every every day in between that we commit to each other because we live in a covenant covenant relationship. So let's talk a little bit about praise. The psalm that I referred to in the the children's message is one I wanted to read real quick to you guys this morning. And I thought what we might do is, I think there's pew Bibles in front of you guys, right? So I thought we might look at it together so we could actually look at it and read it. I'll read it and maybe you guys can look at it. And for those of you who can't figure out like where every single thing is in the Bible, here's how we're going to make it really easy. You grab the Bible and open it to the very middle. That's Psalms. And if you get to Proverbs, go left. If you get to Jeremiah, go left, you know, uh, but right in the middle, smack in the middle is where you find the book of Psalms. And this is Psalm 148. And while you're looking at it, I might just mention, I love the fact that in the very center of our Bible, our holy scriptures, our very uh, uh, authoritative uh, book of our faith, we find a, a song book of praise. Isn't that great? Right smack in the middle of our holy scriptures is this song book called Psalms. And this is one of them. It's Psalm 148. So if you guys can find it, that'd be awesome. We'll read it. Psalm 148. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise Him in the heights. Praise Him, all His angels. Praise Him, all His hosts. Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, all you shining stars. Praise Him, you highest heavens. And you waters above the heavens, let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded and they were created. He established them forever and ever. He fixed their bounds, which cannot be passed. Praise the Lord from the earth, you sea monsters and all deeps, fire and hail, snow and frost, stormy winds fulfilling his command. Mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, creeping things and flying birds, kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the earth, young men and women alike, old and young together. Let them praise the name of the Lord For his name alone is exalted. His glory is above earth and heaven. He has raised up a horn for his people. Praise for all his faithful. For the people of Israel who are close to him. Praise the Lord. Say that with me. Praise the Lord. Amen. As I mentioned, the book of Psalms is a song book. And I think it's a good reminder to us to to constantly have that song on our lips, the song of praise. Uh, in the words of my favorite uh, cartoon, well, favorite character, I guess is the word, of Christmas movies, Buddy the Elf. Y'all familiar with Buddy the Elf? To quote Buddy the Elf, 
The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Amen? So what does a life of singing God's praise look like? Well, it can look like a lot of things. Uh, the other night, I went to a concert. Um, as many of you may know, Morgan and uh, Gwyneth uh, Moreland, they are in a band called Foxglove. Uh, several of us went to, to see him. Raise your hand if you guys saw the concert this week. It was so much fun. Well, uh, Morgan's a songwriter, and I find that fascinating because I, I struggle to write my own like poetry and, and thoughts and things like that. And it seems to come beautifully naturally to you, Morgan, which I love. But one of the songs he sang at his concert the other night really kind of spoke to my heart. And I asked him about it after the show. It's it's a song called Tongues of Fire. And when I questioned him about it, I was like, wait, how did you come up with this song? I mean, it's really interesting to me. And he said it, it was born, and he told this even at the concert, it was born of a very impactful moment in his life. Tongues of Fire. And uh, it was born of an experience that he had while serving on the volunteer fire department when the Catholic Church in Mendocino caught fire. And so after that, that incident of uh, the church catching fire and he and the other firefighters responding, um, he sat down and, and wrote this song. And I want to read you guys the lyrics. This is Tongues of Fire. I stumble into the sanctuary... Jesus is looking down on his mother, Mary. I bring a burden on my back. 30 minutes of oxygen in my air pack. Tongues of fire brought me here. Whatever it takes, I'm all ears. All dressed in yellow like it's Easter morning. An unlikely congregation gathers without warning. We bring our prayers and we bring our water. It's less than holy. I hope that doesn't matter. Tongues of fire brought me here. Whatever it takes, I'm all ears. Here amidst the smoke of incense, I give myself before the altar without pretense. Plaster falling from the ceiling, fire and water are doing their redeeming. Tongues of fire brought me here. Whatever it takes, I'm all ears. The sun shines down through the burnt out roof. As if to say the world is still turning and I'm the proof. I stumble out of the sanctuary. Under one arm I've got Jesus and on my shoulder Mother Mary. Tongues of fire brought me here. Whatever it takes, I'm all ears. First of all, as a beautiful song, Morgan. Thank you for writing for all of us. Um, that's impactful. So how can we sing God's praises? By recounting the impactful moments. Amen? By recounting those things that God has done in our lives, the times that He's met with us in, in the emergencies and in the, uh, the craziness and chaos of our lives. Those impactful moments when we take notice, we tune in to what God is saying to us and really recount that song back again. That's what praise is. God breathes into us his life. We breathe out praise. That's one way we can praise God is by recounting those impactful moments in our personal lives. Well, how else can we sing God's praises? 
In our, our first reading this morning, the reading from Isaiah, the Old Testament prophet says this, I will recount the gracious deeds of the Lord, the praiseworthy acts of the Lord, because of all that the Lord has done for us and the great favor to the house of Israel that has been shown them according to his mercy, according to the abundance of his steadfast love. We can sing praises of our God by remembering the rich history of God. Our faith history is packed with so much goodness and so much amazing and impactful stuff from creation. God created everything out of nothing. Talk about miraculous. Virgin birth, how impossible is that? Resurrection, overcoming death. Wow. The redeeming power and atonement provided by the sacrifice of of Jesus on the cross. Our salvation, our hope, our comfort, our sanctification. The faith history that God has laid out before us is something to rejoice about. I wish I had a hymnal up here, but if you look at it, how many songs have been sung by others? How many have been written by people who are so inspired by these stories in our Bible, our scripture? They call out to God and say, we're so thankful for your creation. We're so thankful for your birth. We're so thankful for the holidays, Christmas, Easter, everything in between. The book of Psalms is just a taste of all that humankind has sung out for centuries and centuries to our God. So we can sing praises to God from our impactful moments and from the impactful moments that we see throughout Scripture and throughout the the stories of our faith that aren't even documented in Scripture. In our Gospel reading this morning from Matthew today, that's a tough reading. It talks about the authorities rounding up young children and, and eliminating them, killing them as a bloodbath. Horrible times in our faith history. But what we find in the midst of that, that sadness, that sorrow, Rachel weeping and unconsolable, what we find is God's presence in the midst of it. Thanks be to God that when we cry out and weep for the losses we suffer, the pain we feel as humans, God is still there. And we can sing his praises and hold his praises on our lips. Indeed, our our faith history has inspired thousands, maybe millions, millions of songs. Songs on the radio, songs that are simple that we sing to our children, songs that bring our heart and minds into the presence of our God. You know, maybe we can't write our own songs like Morgan or Gwyneth. Maybe we don't have the courage to join the choir or to stand up here and belt out a solo on Sunday morning. But maybe what we can do to sing God's praises is to live a life of praise, to be that bright, shining person that we talked about in our children's time. Or maybe we can just write the lyrics on a whim. And you know what that's called? It's called witnessing our faith. The lyrics of our own life don't have to be as beautiful and articulate and well-presented as a song. Perhaps they're just the stories that we share with other people of what God's doing. Those things that are impactful in our lives. It's called witnessing. Witnessing our faith. And what a beautiful song that is to God's ears. And you know what? 
Maybe by witnessing our faith through these songs of praise and how we live and how we speak. Maybe those songs will transform the world. Maybe others will hear them and respond. And how has music, how has music made our lives better? I think we can all say that, right? So maybe, just maybe, those songs that we sing, those songs we praise uh, and proclaim will make this world a better place and result in the church that we all love so much to be here on the Sunday after Christmas. Maybe it'll result in this church being packed like Christmas Eve every day of the week. Amen. Amen. Let us sing God's praises today and all the days of our lives. Amen.